0: Today on Cash Chicago, there are almost 400,000 lead pipes across the city. I'm talking public schools, parks, and probably your house. And remember, no amount of lead is good in your water. Reporter Monica Ang has been hounding the city for years to learn if they have replaced the dangerous pipes like they promised. You've crushed the numbers. You've scoured the city. Can you give me that grand total of how many of these pipes have been replaced?
1: Well, it's a really complicated number. It's
0: The answer will probably not shock you. Today is Monday, April 26th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is Cash Chicago. We talk about how Chicago got the most lead pipes in the country and how the process of replacing them is going. But first, a little bit of news, y'all. The Better Government Association and Chicago Tribune released a damning report revealing between 2014 and 19. Stay with me. The city was aware of building violations in over 30 percent of residential fires, yet failed to act, costing 61 people their lives. And more hopeful news. The city has restarted using the Johnson and Johnson vax after the CDC placed a temporary pause as they looked into very rare adverse side effects. But they concluded Benefits outweigh the risks. Some good news. Today is Meatless Monday. I mean, not really, but you can head down to Stand Up Burgers on Lake and Wells, where they're giving out 300 free plant-based burgers, or go over to Bona, the new home of an Italian beefless sandwich. You can grab it at any of their Chicago locations. It's gonna feel like summer, summer, summer high 60s today, and low 80s tomorrow. That's your quick news for Monday, April 26. Sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm.
1: Zero. Zero have been replaced over the last seven months after this giant announcement about how the city was dedicated to doing it and in fact already had federal funding to do it.
0: WBEZ reporter Monica Ang says Mayor Lightfoot's announcement last fall to replace the nearly 400,000 lead pipes was an exciting first step in changing the city's outdated infrastructure. During her campaign in 2018, Lightfoot promised to replace the pipes. So Monica kept asking and asking and asking, as she has done with mayors before Lightfoot, about the progress. But before we get into why there are so many of these pipes in Chicago, let's be very clear. Why is it necessary to replace them? What are the dangers that they pose?
1: Lead is toxic. Lead can cause uh, developmental disabilities in children, lower IQ, impulsivity, violence. And in adults, it can cause heart disease. It is not safe at any level, according to the highest health authorities in the world, the NIH, the WHO.
0: We originally started knowing some of this in the 20s. We got more information in the 50s. 1986, the feds banned it. But how did Chicago get so many of these lead pipes, which you report is the worst in the country?
1: Yeah. As you noted, places like Cincinnati banned them in the 20s, and yet we required them. We required every home, mostly single-family homes, two flats, but sometimes even as much as 20 flats, to install these. Um, And every single time this came up, the Chicago Plumbers Union, the very powerful Chicago Plumbers Union, lobbied to keep this in place. It's worth noting that the head of the Chicago Plumbers Union often was a very powerful in the Chicago Federation of Labor, meaning they could control a lot of votes for a Democratic machine. And that
0: bailey Daily connection.
1: Right. Uh, mayor uh, Richard J. Daly was best friends with Stephen Bailey. They grew up together. He was the head of the Chicago Plumbers Union, and he had an in with the mayor. So the building code required you to put in these lines that could only be installed by a licensed plumber.
0: To kind of go back into history a little bit more, in 1991, the feds passed the lead and copper rule, which means cities needed to check for lead in water. But it seems that Chicago has been getting around on reporting on these standards. And maybe it's because the standards themselves are weak. You know, why shouldn't we trust the results that we're getting from these I guess what is it? Every these tests every three years.
1: Yes, it's a great question because every time I say I've said to the city, "Hey, this you know it, it feels like our water probably isn't that safe." They're like we pass all federal standards. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, well, let's talk about what those federal standards are. They require you to check just fifty five O homes every three years. You're checking just the first leader, which notoriously does not show you what's actually in the line. And you're saying we're passing with flying colors. It means everything's okay because of this ridiculous standard that everyone in the water safety world agrees is insufficient.
0: We'll be right back.
1: Hey, producer Simona Lisea here. We're not taking ads right now, but we at CityCast Chicago love to shout out our favorite places in the city.
0: City CityCast Chicago is obsessed with a rink on the south side.
1: The folks who work at Lucy's are super nice and friendly and they play great music like Motown.
0: When I don't feel like cooking in the morning, my go-to restaurant is Five Loaves Eatery.
1: So now we want to know, what's your favorite place? It can be anything, a restaurant, a store, a park even. Just one caveat, it shouldn't be a business that you own or work at, just a place you love to visit. Give us your recommendation, tell us where it is and what you like about it, and we might shout it out on the show. Send us an email, chicago at citycast.fm. Thanks so much.
0: So what is the mayor's actual plan to remove the pipes? Like, are there tangible on-paper steps of when and how it will get done?
1: Well, it's a three-step plan. There is uh, something called an equity program, which is the one that already has funding. It's got federal block grant funding to remove about 600 to 800 lines free every year.
0: 600 To 800 out of 400K.
1: Out of (laughs) 400,000.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Some people estimated this is going to take decades and decades and decades. Uh, There's another program where the city will waive some of the city fees for you to pay for it. So if their estimates are right and it's like maybe 27,000, oh, okay, it'll only cost you about 24,000 to remove it. That doesn't sound like everyone's going to be jumping to do that.
0: Back in 2018, you said the reason Chicago is dealing with this problem is because of political clout, powerful plumbers union and mayors passing the buck. Is Lightfoot the first Chicago mayor to say they're going to take on removing this problem across the city.
1: Yes, she is. And she should be given lots and lots of props for that because she's the first one who didn't just keep saying, shut up, Monica, it's not a problem, you know, <laughs> nothing to see here. But her own timeline said that the applications would start last year. They didn't start till March of this year. That removal would start this spring. Now, maybe summer. That the pilot would happen in the summer. Now, maybe fall.
0: Estimates are that about 70% of homes have some lead in their water. And I think as you were answering that, my face kind of scrunched up because they required us to put these in our homes and now are not footing the bill to help homeowners remove this despite everything we know about lead poisoning. I mean, that kind of feels like the city of Chicago, the residents are getting the short end of the stick.
1: We really are. You required us to install it. Now we have to pay the thousands to get it out. Maybe you could, you know, help out getting some of these out at less than $27,000 per line. When the average cost in Detroit, they're getting them out for $5,000 per line. In Cincinnati, $3,500. When I show officials in those cities what Chicago is pushing as the Uh, average price, they laughed. They said, something is wrong there.
0: What can Chicagoans do now? Are there filters that will help people? Or are we just unsafe and have to wait until the city fixes this for us?
1: Well, if you read the fine print of uh, Chicago Department of Water Management websites, which I'm sure everybody does, not just crazy people like me. (laughs) um, But if you do, you'll see it says, do not consume one drop of your water until you run it for five minutes and just let it go down the drain every day when you wake up and when you get back from work.
0: i never heard of this one time in my entire life. Never once.
1: The next thing is get a water filter that is certified to remove metals. So zero water filter is one of the most popular. The city actually gives those out to people who've gotten new water meters because they have had elevated levels of lead. I always tell people, call 311, get your water checked out. But again, it's just a snapshot. Your water can be low in lead one day, high the next day. Really, the only solution is to remove lead in the water infrastructure.
0: I hear you. One last question before I let you go. Uh, The president has been talking infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. If that bill somehow, somehow passes, Is there a chance that Chicago can use some of that federal money to speed up this process? Because, like you said, 600 to 800 is a start, but it's a shit start.
1: That's a great question. If this bill passes, they have earmarked about $45 billion for lead line removal. That would go a long way in Chicago. It's unclear exactly how much Chicago would get. Um, Senators Tammy Duckworth and Dick Durbin have asked for specific funds for Illinois because our state has more lead lines than anybody else. But maybe that would mean that homeowners like me wouldn't have to pay that nineteen dollars to $27,000. Maybe some of that federal money could help us. But if it doesn't really cost that much, if Cincinnati can do it for thirty five hundred per line, maybe it would go really far in in removing it for everyone.
0: At least by the time if we are going at the speed we're going now, when the layer pipes are removed, we'll have our parking meters back. Yes, that's right. right. So things are all on schedule for Chicago.
1: I'd love to leave you with this one quote that this environmental activist who's been working on this for a while told me. She said, there are so many societal problems that we don't know the exact answers to because they're so big, they're so amorphous, they're so generational. This is something tangible. And we know if you remove this pipe, you can remove some of the damage you're doing to this person. So this is something that we Do do know how to fix and we and we actually can fix it by taking something physically and removing it. And so why not go for that, you know, low hanging fruit of of something that we do know will help society.
0: Monica Ang is a reporter at WBEZ. She is also co-host of the food podcast, Chewing the Fat.
1: You know, could you hold on one second? I'm just gonna ask my daughter to stop making creaking sounds. She just woke up so she doesn't know I'm recording. I'll right back.
0: No, it's all good. Zero. You heard that. Zero. Zilch with the De Niro. None of them.
1: There, there's no high school today, so someone just woke up and is uh, walking around my studio, meaning the kitchen. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. So, so yeah, the, the answer is zero, and you were saying. Before
0: that. I let you go, remember, Chicago, I need your weak ass takes. Those opinions that you hold strongly and close to the heart, but everybody around you disagrees with. I want you to record yourself giving your weak ass take along with your name and your neighborhood. Email it to chicago at citycast.fm. And I promise if I love it, I'll probably put it on the podcast. That's our show for Monday, April 26th. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. All right